Yo, 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 it's your boy Sneaky from R&R, recognition and respect. Tune in every Monday from 8 to 9 to catch up with me and my adventures and hear from my guests, ranging from artists to entrepreneurs and much, much more. Catch us every Monday of the week on the west side of the after party. See you at the party, y'all. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? How is everybody doing out there on this beautiful Monday night? The weather started to chill out. I was able to spend a whole day without having the AC on. Last night, I didn't need the AC on. It's nice. I'm wearing long sleeves in the studio right now. Whew, I'm ready. I'm ready. I was over the heat. I love <laughs> summer, but I was way over the heat. It was still hot, man. <laughs> Dude, at least where I live. All right, Jelani, wait till your turn, bro. <laughs> Yo, so Adventure Time with Sneaky. Uh, I was at the Hound Bar for my residency. It was super lit. Uh, the, the owner gave me a bottle of whiskey on top of my payout, so I feel like I'm doing a good job there. I had a homegirl celebrate her birthday. My barber came through. Destro, Demise, and Mans were around just supporting the movement. Uh, homie Linus the DJ came to talk about a collab. So uh, it's just, it's dope to be able to be at a spot where people want to come and vibe out. And like for another week in a row, I was able to drop a song that got the whole bar singing. Uh, the first night it was Four Non Blondes, and this past week it was Show Me Love. And it's always dope because you never know what song it's going to be. So hopefully next week I get a moment where I get the whole bar singing and I know I did a good job. Uh, Friday, at 5 a.m., three hours after we shut down the Hound Bar, I was in downtown L.A. taking photos for one of my uh, non-music clients. And then, sleep-deprived me, went to the bank and tried to pull out $300 from the ATM machine and left it oh, in no. the ATM machine. <laughs> and uh, I filed a claim, and we're going to find out if I'm going to get that money back. So mm -hmm. I had to go to San Diego on Friday night, thinking I was going to have cash. Did not. Made money, though. I was able to do the shots fired event it was a rap battle uh i'm not really a battle rapper i think i take things way too personal and get easily offended and you know i can't have people talking about my mom and my manhood and all this stuff without me i don't know how people hug it out after i see people like <laughs> saying some disgusting ass shit to each other and then like oh yeah cool homie hug it out i'm like you get slapped for that so i don't rap battle but the rap battles were dope um Wordplay and when the stuff's actually complex and creative, I can fuck with it. Uh, there was this, there's like so many anime references in Rap Battle. There was this, this, uh, this Dragon Ball Z line that just had the whole crowd going wild, and I was like, wow, okay, undeniably sick. But um, San Diego's always dope. I love going back there, catching up with my homies, catching up with the folks I went to school with and folks that I clicked up out there. It's always refreshing. I got to sell some shirts. I got to DJ. I got to rap. We're building bridges, man. I, I met up at a venue out there, and they're kind of doing the same thing that I'm trying to do out here, facilitate art, create spaces, give platforms. So hopefully, you know, just we're, we're building it. We're building something beautiful, and every time that... I go out and I hear it from somewhere else. It's always nice, you know, because we were having a conversation. My friends were asking me, oh, how's everything going? We see you busy. And, you know, social media is always, like, nice, always showing victories. So I have to tell these fools the real. Like, it's, it's a struggle, you know. I'm constantly struggling for money. I'm constantly looking for my next paycheck. Um, you know, underselling myself sometimes. There's, like, value issues of how much I'm worth versus how much I can get paid and all these internal struggles, and it's hard. And then they just turn around and be like, yo, man, we super appreciate you because you're showing us the way. And that's when I remember, like, okay, even if I don't do it, even if I'm not the one, you know, there's a next generation of people who are going to facilitate art and throw events and bring people together. And if we can't do it for ourselves, at least, you know, we're showing the way for those next folks to be like, hey, man, that will take up the mantle. So always dope. And then I came back and Sunday we scoped out the venue for a event coming up this weekend. But we'll get into that. Stay tuned. It's a packed week full of events. And one of them is Hip Hop's Night. And that's why I got my boy Jelani in the studio with us. Say what's up, Jelani. What up, what up? You're kind of famous, bro, because this is like the, I think there was three guests <laughs> that I got, and they were all because of you. So every time I was like, yo, Jelani, if you don't know Jelani, 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 Jelani. <laughs> now Jelani's here, dog. What's up? So tell the people what you do, and it could be as practical or as metaphysical uh, as possible. I mean, 
the overall view of what I do is I I just put in work in the entertainment world. Uh, several different aspects when it comes to booking events or or pushing marketing campaigns for other events. Uh, so that's mainly what we do, and we offer uh, you know production. We offer multimedia. Uh, so we we try to be well rounded in the world of uh, music entertainment in general. And how long have you been doing that for? Because I know it goes way back. Yeah, I mean, as a as a promoter, uh, like for other like bigger companies, that's how it all started. So it's been about 17 years. God damn. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're nine years in as uh, I am nine years in as a event organizer. Like so, doing your own thing, promoting right, right, your own right. stuff. So I'm already trying to plan what to do for my tenure uh, next year. Next year, 10 yeah. years. Yeah, that's March. Oof. All right, well, keep me in mind. I'm sure it's going to be dope. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I feel like the word promoter has a weird stigma around it. Or like, personally, when people tell me, like, oh, you're just a promoter, like, I kind of get buttered well, about uh, that. Like, how do you feel about that? Do the you thing think about it is there's uh, several different types of promoters. Okay, that makes sense. You know, like, you have a promoter that could be just like a the dude passing like out flyers a, outside of the club. Well, yeah, that's yeah, that would be the street promoter. But then there's also the the one that has the biggest stigma would be the club promoter, which is typically uh the middleman. Like a Hollywood type thing where you're yeah, you're called a sub promoter and there's several of you guys and everybody's got a guest list, but the guest list really doesn't mean shit. You know, it's just all about getting the people there. And those are, you know, that's like kind of cutthroat promo. Okay. You know, and then, uh, yeah, then promoter as far as the event organizer. Uh, I think the big, biggest misconception is that most, like, event organizers are just ringing in the money, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like artists always feel like. There's just thousands of dollars flowing in, and because uh, there's so many people, we're taking and the it cover was so high, <laughs> and the beers are so yeah, 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 you know. And uh, I mean, I see it from both ways because I know the thing that artists hate the most, especially in hip hop, is like when it comes to pay to play, right? And which is also breaks down into different categories. So there's different. So there's different I mean, types of promoters and different types of pay to play. Well, gigs. because well, there's pay to play, which literally means okay pay to play this slot but then you also have ticket sales which is the same shit right but if you sell your tickets then you're not paying for it right you know what i'm saying so there's a lot of people though that will just accept the the, the fee and just pay it and then just give the tickets out and try to get their yeah, people to yeah, come you get them out or else maybe sell them at half price i know a lot, like a lot of people do that too you know yeah, like they'll pay half and then they'll like yeah sell them for half but i mean you know like people that complain about that like if especially usually it's already after you've been through it it's kind of like you got to know like where you're getting into and think about it and do the math and figure out if you think that makes sense because it could make sense if it's something that is directly connected to what kind of crowd you're trying to attract right or like if you know you have those people right. or if you know yeah, you can if draw you, know you got like... that right and like or if the headliner's big enough right and if they're still relevant you know right if it's somebody from like 10 years ago it might not be worth it got it <laughs> but got yeah so, so uh you got started doing promotion for other events, and was that just something you fell into, or was yeah, that something well, that, like, you was that the goal from the beginning? No, I guess from the time I was, like, near the end of high school, I was interested in, like, working with events. But, so once I started going to them, I, yeah, I kind of felt like I wanted to be involved with promoting. I mean, I just felt like that was something I'd be good at, and... And so do I you start, like, as a street promoter and then work your way up? Is that usually how it works out? Uh, yeah, most people. I mean, either that or some kind of voluntary thing, you know? Uh, to get your foot in the door. Right. So, I mean, I did, and it was working in exchange for tickets, and that's what most people do when they, they first Even to date off. again to festivals, right? Right, you, you know, so it's all about the perks starting off, you know? And, like, kids are get sick of, like, paying to get into shows, so if they can... Yeah, if they could pass out some flyers and do it competently, then right, right, right. they can get tickets in exchange. If you're good enough, then it gets to a point where you get paid, you know? 
So. And some people just kind of stay at that get in for free level. And sure. Some people well, rise yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, the, some stay at that, but they usually don't stay with it for too long, you know? Yeah. Because if they're there just for that, then they're not going to be able to hang with pastel flyers for all that long. Because it's kind of a commitment to, like, be at these places after hours. Right. I mean, like it, well, the thing early. is, like, a lot of people don't take it seriously, you know? Like, oh, well, it's just handing out flyers. But it's still a job, and it's a job that most people would rather not do. Yeah. That's why we do it, you know? <laughs> that's why there's a biz- That's why you're <laughs> right. able to build a business on yeah. that, because a lot of people don't do it. Yeah, and just to, to add in the company uh, that we're talking about, it's called Higher Ground Promo. And, uh, yeah, I made a business uh, basically based around street promoting, but we also offer the whole all package, of, right. of entertainment. And that's so, when you say yeah. nine years? Is that how long Higher Ground has been going? Or? Uh, no, 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 no. So nine years is for the ill spot. Okay, so we should talk about uh, that. What's the ill which spot? Was, uh, so the ill spot is pretty much my, my show brand. Okay, so and, that's like your event right. organizer title? Right. And uh, we started... The ill spot, uh, yeah, in 2009. So, I've, uh, we haven't, like, for the longest time, the ill spot was the name of the show, but currently we don't have a show called the ill spot, but the ill spot presents hip hops, so that's where we're at right now. Got it, got it. And how did, uh, actually, we'll we'll save that because that's probably going to be a long issue, so let's just keep going promoter talk. Um, saturation, that's a word that gets thrown around a lot. Is that an issue for you? And if it is, how do you stand out? And Satur- while, yeah. right. What do you mean, saturation? Like, I don't know, because, I mean, there's this whole, like, digital marketing thing going on now where, like, tons so of mean, events, so tons of flyers. So you people complaining about the amount of paper? Or just, like, the amount of things going on that are, like, being – because it's so easy to promote an event these days. Yeah, like, well, it doesn't take as much overhead Well, it's true because I – sometimes I got to I gotta remind myself that – most people aren't like us. We're we know like <laughs> all the shows coming up, you right, know. Right, right. And yeah, it can be overwhelming when they come out of a show and there's like twenty people trying to pass out paper to them. So a lot of people, you can't expect everybody to be into it, right? You know? And that's like one of the things about the job is you don't take it personally if somebody doesn't want the product. I mean, because it's it's not. It's not about that. You know? Right, right, right. I mean, they could be for several reasons why they don't want it. They might already know about it. So <laughs> True. Or they might just not give a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or some people just don't want to hear anything because, I mean, it's L.A. So, I mean, I'm looking at... everywhere, you know, for... I'm looking yeah. at this flyer, and it's, like, really bright and colorful. Is yeah. that something that you try to do with a lot of your print stuff? Yeah. Is that, like, a I mean, tactic for... that works? Well, yeah, definitely bright is always a better standout for flyers and even more so for posters, like the big posters you see on the street. Like those highlighter yellow. Right, you know, those, I mean, because you want to stand out for cars, especially at nighttime as well. But, you know, this this design was based off the Ride-On IPA from Golden Road, and all of our flyer designs have been based off the can. The can can color scheme? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, because then each time it's fresh, it's not like yep. the same look. Yeah, because there's a lot of options. So. And so you're still doing print, and I right. mean, obviously a lot of people still do it, but also I notice a lot of people are moving away from that. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'd say it's probably like 60, 40 people that don't compared to that do. But 40 that do still? Right. The successful ones? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it doesn't, it's. I mean, it depends on what your event is. Say if you've got a Kendrick Lamar show, you really don't have to print flyers for it. Right. You know? It's going to sell out. Right. right. So you have to gauge whether or not you feel that you need that. But typically, if you're something newer starting off, you, you should. Establish yourself. Yeah, because, I mean, the one thing about promoting is it's kind of like a mind game thing. Because uh, people can see it online. But then if they go out and they see this physically as well, they'll acknowledge that they saw it already. But then it's like, yeah, oh, okay, it's something that's going to stay in your mind a little longer. And that's part of why we like leave stacks of stuff at shops too because you can bounce around and you might see that same thing over and over. And There's a perception it might not that's going to be cracking. Yeah, yeah right? right, especially if you're not interested right away. You might pick it up that third time you see it. You're like, God damn it, I might as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
So you already kind of touched on this, but I, I wanted to go deeper. Like, what's what are the perks of being a promoter? Obviously, guest list, free tickets. But other than that, like, uh, I mean, what do you like getting out of it? I mean, at this point, the perks are, you know, kind of like a bonus, you know. But, yeah, starting off, for sure, like, free tickets, uh, opportunity to meet some of your favorite artists, uh, opportunity to go to events maybe you had no access to before, you know, oh, something okay. like Coachella, EDC, right, something right, like right. that, you know, something a little bigger. Uh, but even know, like on a personal level, like now, do you still get kicks out of being a promoter? Like, do you still have moments you're like, "Damn, it's fucking cool that I do." Yeah, what I do. no, definitely, man. I mean, that that feeling never gets old when you can walk past a line of thousands of people and just go right <laughs> in. So yeah, but I also still have times where I'm on a list and I get there and I'm not on the list. So. Right. Just like everybody, so. So you're in line just like everybody else. Yeah, you know, and I'm over here. They're like, oh, call them. I'm like, dude, you're not picking up the phone. Come on, this is an party. event. Yeah, seriously. And then if they're reasonable door people, they'll take the, the text conversation or the email conversation or whatever. Right. And figure it out. But, you know. Reasonable. <laughs> you're asking for reasonable people. That's hard. Yeah, but then, like, sometimes when people are hard ass at the door, then I'm like, man, I might have to hire them, you know? So, <laughs> This yeah. might be the guy that I need at my right. event, making yeah. sure nobody gets in for exactly. free. Exactly, like, cause there's, that's where you lose a lot of times at your door, cause there's a lot of people that end up being pushovers at the door. Or taking like little, you know, money for yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you never know. Yeah, for sure. So, what's some of the the whackness? What's some of like the stuff that's not cool about being a promoter? What's some of the stuff that makes people like not last long in this business? Or even you having sometimes you'll be like, God damn it, I still got to put up with. I this mean, shit. to me, the the thing that that is the worst to it about me is it's kind of a seasonal thing. Mm, like you know? this so, is festival season, so it's cracking right, right now. Right, right. So there's a lot more opportunities uh, for clients. But one thing I've been trying to enforce more so to to expand with is working with more non-music stuff like just because we can do this for anybody any business any client that would want a promo push right it doesn't necessarily have to be entertainment right it could yeah. be food or bars or right. clothing something or yeah and something that's like ongoing that's why like the best uh clients we could have are venues because they're constantly work, booking all year right right but yeah with the festivals it's like a month here two months here and yeah so it's usually comes down by like end of october and then you're kind of scrambling until march <laughs> yeah. until yeah until and, that, and that's pretty much entertainment business in general you know like stuff doesn't really pop over the winter people right, fly out like, they go to different parts yeah, of the like, world i mean especially by like the beginning of december everything's dead Everybody's saving money for <laughs> Christmas or New Year's or their, yeah, well, their taxes. I, I or mean, they're spending money, you know, for yeah. Christmas. Yeah, they're not going out, though. They're like... Right, right, right. So, yeah, you know, but other than that, like, I mean, I you got to love it, man. You got to love it to stick with it because you can't fake it. Right. Like, I mean, I can take someone out to go promote and... Probably won't even take two times for me to know if I want If they're back. down or not, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Like, Just like attitude, body language. Right. Usually it comes naturally, like, for the right people. Right. But, yeah, it's tough, to, like, for anybody to stick with it, if, especially if you're not, like, the like the person that's pulling in the work. Right, you like, know? if it's not your gig and you're, right. like, yeah, if you're not getting the main payout, then. So, yep. uh we were talking about different types of promoters and you kind of went different like tiers, right? So I was wondering if you wanted to touch a little bit on like payouts, bar guarantees, venues, like how do you, how do you, do you just go scout venues? Do you find emails online? Like how do you find new venues? Uh, I find venues on accident, man. <laughs> <laughs> like dude, I've never intentionally found a venue. Okay. Like it seems like it's not even supposed to work like that. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. Like, come on, like, I don't, yeah, every single venue I've ever, like, worked with, I don't know, it was kind of like a referral or something that just popped up or whatever. And, like, yeah, I was fortunate to, like, surround myself with people that were more experienced than me. Right. And that, like, took lead to show me, like, how to do things the right way. 
So, yeah, like, literally, like, there's never... So you had, like, mentors. You were, like, an apprentice at one point. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, I started off with this uh, company called The Noise Academy, and it's a big collective of people, and we all threw shows in Pomona, and... Uh, that I Characters, that's where that started? Characters, yeah, Characters, then Aladdin Jr., and then uh, I went to... Gosh, I'm drawing a blank right now. The Machine Pomona. And, and then little by little, just learn the ropes. So, like, when, like, say there's a a promoter out there, like an event person, and they have this venue, like, how do you, how would they go about talking about payment or, like, break, like breaking off well, the money? Like, how, okay. does that, how does that work? Right. So, I mean, everybody's got their thing. Uh, you mentioned Bar Guarantee, which is a spot, like, what a lot of spots do to ensure that it's worth their while for you having your event there. And pretty much you have to meet a certain range at the bar, and if you don't meet it, you have to pay the difference. Uh, that I've never done, and <laughs> I'll continue to never do. Yeah, right? It doesn't like, sound like yeah, a good investment. Yeah. It sounds like a gamble. No, I mean, like, if you know you can do it, then... But, dude, nah. But, like, the best, like, deals are when you get, like, Cut of the door as well as the cut of the bar. You know, usually you get cut of the bar, like, when it reaches, like, a certain point, they'll give you a percentage, 15 20%. Got it, got it, got it. But, yeah, I mean, there's, like, the my best, like, the best thing to me, like, as far as finding a venue with a good deal is to find a spot that's struggling, a spot that needs business. Then and they're down to work out the whatever yeah, deal you, you want, know, right? Yeah. yeah, and then that's your selling point. You can offer that I'm going to bring business to your, your venue. Cool. And yeah. so you talked about trying to get new clients outside of entertainment. Like, how do you go about doing that? Has it all been trying to word of mouth? I know you asked me to be on the lookout. Is that yeah, just kind of I mean, I, Yeah, I kind of tell everybody that works with us, just like if you know somebody with a small business or restaurant or whatever the case, to like run it by them, see if they'd be interested in having promotions or just like send me their link or whatever. Because we hit up people cold sometimes, but that usually doesn't work out too much. Like, it's always better with some kind of personal reference. Right, right, right. Yeah, because, I mean, how many emails do you get? If you about, run a spot, yeah, for sure. You have, I mean, if you have a business. Yeah. Well, I was going to give the analogy. I get so many emails about boosting my Instagram page. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't and it's just mean. like, dude, just get bombarded with that shit. So if I send some kind of email along the same lines, it just looks oh, like me one, Let me build your like business. Yeah. Yeah, you know? Got so you, got like, you. doesn't work too well. It's just hitting people cold like that. <laughs> so what's the uh, main events that you promote or throw right now? If you want to just give a shout out to some of your, you know, do some work while you're here. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, we'll start with what we're doing personally. We have hip-hops. Hip-hops every last so Wednesday. That's the camera? Yeah, that's the camera. All right, so this is coming up in two days. It's uh, August 29th, and pretty much uh, just go to at hip-hops on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, and then you'll catch the info. It's the end of summer 90s party, best 90s fit, gets uh, some free gear. Other than that, uh, what we're promoting for my company, Higher Ground Promo, is we run the marketing for the Regent Theater, uh, the Echo, Echo Plats, which is, falls under the umbrella of Spaceland, and we're also doing the Desert Days Festival. Saw that. That looks fun. Yeah, man. That's going to be dope. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's fresh, man. You should try to make it out. It's all a psychedelic rock festival, October 11th through 13th. October 27th, Minimal Effort, which is with Boys Noise and some other artists at Belasco. And then uh, September 21st through 23rd, we have Outside of Equinox Festival in Santa Barbara, which is like a big, like, hippie, hippie camp out, like, festival. Like kind of what they did for, like, the Eclipse in Oregon, that kind right. of deal? Yeah. yeah, yeah, same thing. So it's like three nights, 24 hours straight of music. So, super ravey stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like su <laughs> that's like super festival vibes out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's the main stuff we got going on right now. And all that stuff just came like in the last, like all those clients, you kind of just, because you, you said this is your busy time, those just kind of popped yeah, up. Yeah, no, I mean, summer was slower than usual, and just this last month of summer just kind of blew up in a good way. So, yeah, man. 
That's what's up. Well, if anybody wants to check out those events, yeah, make sure to, to follow. At Higher Ground Promo, H-I-G-H-E-R-G-R-O-U-N-D-P-R-O-M-O. <laughs> cool. And now yep. let's talk about uh, hip-hops because I'm actually curious because I don't really know the story. Like, we had Face on here. Yeah. Sub Face, if you're watching. Uh, he's host, co-collaborator, co-creator of this event. Um, how did y'all meet up? Like, what, what was that like? Have you known Face for a while? Uh, you've been before, doing before hip-hop started? Yeah. Uh, a couple of years. So, yeah, we've been kicking it for a couple of years. And like I said, things just, like, kind of happened by accident. But Face, like, was in contact with one of the managers there. At upon the time he visited and just ran the pitch the show to them. And uh, pretty much a month later, uh, they called and asked to meet with them. And he was able to work it out. So we're at Golden Road Brewing in uh, Glendale. And, uh, yeah, this will be our seventh one. So it's been it's been a good look up there. And so before y'all were doing this, you didn't have your own event that you were throwing? Nah, I hadn't been throwing an event for a while. So I had a couple, like, one-offs here and there, but nothing consistent for a couple of years. So. Is that just because it's hard, or is that just because you didn't have the right team? Uh, I mean, it's more so, like, I wasn't really looking, because, like I said, I really don't look for venues. Right, it's kind of just happening. <laughs> yeah, like, I only look for a venue if I'm trying to look for a specific show. But as far as, like, a weekly or monthly, like... It kind of just has to happen. Yeah, I mean, and that, I don't know. It's just kind of been that way. So, and this, once again... Proves the was, point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Face locked it in and asked me to be his partner. So that's how it fell in like that. And before this, had y'all been working together on stuff? Or you just been, uh, you just been seeing him at shows? No, or no, we've been hanging out, you know? But we have been talking about wanting to do a show and... We were talking about doing that Mal's bar. Because he has juice there. Right. Right. Yeah, so, and then this just came out of nowhere, so. So there's a little manifesting going on. You had been kind of talking a little bit into existence already. Yeah, yeah. It was an idea. True. So, uh, <coughs> managers, agents, you obviously deal with these people when you're doing talent buying and stuff. Right. Uh, have you ever <coughs> thought about being one, or do like is there any kind of insight? You can, like, do artists actually need managers and agents in today's in today's uh, world? It's not that. I mean, it depends on what kind of artist you are. I mean, some artists can definitely manage themselves and but their own shows. But uh, I don't know. It gets to a point if you are that popular, you are going to need it. But starting off, you might not, like, I mean, especially, like, if you're not, like, making a profit already before you hire a manager or an agent, because then you have to pay them. Right. So. <laughs> 15% of nothing is nothing, right? Right. But any reputable manager or agent is not going to work for commission only. Oh, there's, like, a, like some kind of contract some, uh, yeah. fee and, right. like, a monthly some or kind of guarantee some kind or, of salary or, type shit. Or whatever the case. That's cool. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been asked several times to be artist managers. And I don't know. It just, like, I just know you have to dedicate a lot of time to that. You can't take that for granted. You get a lot of people that hop on and claim you're so-and-so's manager. But then they don't know that so-and-so just put the show just, like, yesterday without even talking to them. So why are they even their manager? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's something... Some people, it's just a title thing, but you got to, I mean, I don't know the first part, first where to start, first place to start with that. Right. But I'd be interested in doing it, but I got to know I have enough time to dedicate, like, You're doing to a half-ass it, basically. Right. Yeah, right. man. Like, dude, it's, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, man. I mean, <laughs> why why no, you just, yeah. <laughs> What are you thinking about, man? Do no, you have any stories or what? Of no, managers? not in particular. Not that I can think of. I just, you know, it's hard to take someone seriously. Like as an artist? Or well, like, no, no. Like when they say they're someone's manager and it's someone that's not like, not that popping yet. Oh, I got you. So like why do they even need a manager type stuff? Right. Got uh, you. I don't know. I mean, it's just like. You just got to know what you're getting into. <laughs> so what's the difference between manager and an agent? 
Are well, they the same thing? Or? Well, no. I mean, well, the manager's more hands-on, and then the agent is contacted when it's time to, like, when someone wants to inquire about booking. Got it. So manager's kind of, like, on your squad, and agent is kind of, like, third party that right. you reach out to? Pretty much. And, yeah, there's, uh, you know, a lot of artists are, like, tied to several different booking agencies. They're not not linked just to one solely, like, not most artists. Right, because they're like huge companies, and they they have like yeah. large rosters. Yeah, a lot of times some of them are like more regional. So, yep. Oh, so you have like an agency that covers SoCal, and then there'll be like a NorCal, right. like a East Coast, that kind of deal. Yep, yep. Got you, got so you. So you, you ready for your set or what? You didn't tell everybody you had a set. Oh, <laughs> I did. I didn't. I didn't. I was saving that for the end. But oh my thanks. bad. No, that's cool. Okay, since, well, since we're talking about it, yeah, yeah. man. Um. I mean, that's kind of how I got involved with hip hip hops is because I actually emailed Face to be on it, and he never responded. So I was like, "Fuck, I'm just gonna show up, say what's up, you know, like meet the folks, see if I can, you know, get a set that way." Yep. And then we talked about that whole thing. I'm here with Face about how that went turned right, out. Right. If you don't know what I'm talking about, tune into the episode with Face because we were not friends for a second, <laughs> and and then we got cool. Yeah, I watched the replay too. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I, honestly, he's a scary dude. Like when you don't know him, like oh, I know. yeah. yeah I, so like, I wouldn't want to be on like, his bad side, you know. I've had a lot of people say, "Oh yeah, he doesn't like me." What? I like, man, he's just trying to fill you out, man. Yeah, he's testing you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So, uh, so it's cool, you know. I've been putting in work. I got the hosts, and now finally, in a couple days, I'll be opening up at Hip Hops, and uh, I'll be performing cuts off of my record that I put out in January, Highways and Pastimes Part Two. Do you have uh, physical copies? I don't. I don't. But now that you mention it, I might be able to get some before that day. <laughs> I know yeah, I have that quick. Well, I already have the blanks. It's just okay. a matter of burning yeah, them yeah. and like putting might a sticker well. or seeing Set if, it up uh, at the merch booth, man. Yeah, I mean I have shirts and I'll have stickers. So oh, yeah, you gotta take advantage of that. Yeah, man. And I—that's kind of what I really like about hip hops is that like, it's not just a platform for musicians, but you're kind of doing it for every, you know vendors. You got live art, people showing up dancing. Yep. Rappers, DJs, so that like it's it's very uh, it's very diverse in in what the entertainment is bringing. You know, there's a lot of attractions, a lot of reasons to show up, and then on top of that, bomb beer, bomb food. Yep. Good people. Yep, no doubt. So I did, I never did run down the lineup. So we have Face and Barlow performing. Then we also have Cam Archer, DJ Warlock One, and Betsy Gifted. Clean, Lucy B, OGDL, and then we got uh, our dance set is uh, Rodazin. She's doing a, a hula hoop set, so that's going to be live, y'all. And then we got live art by Why uh, Her and Mr. Baby. They're going to be uh, rocking out on the graffiti. And so. Mr. Baby, busy, yo. And yeah. the like, I see work everywhere signed Mr. Baby, so I'm kind of pumped. Yeah, both of those girls are out there, man. Like, they're doing their thing. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. We're also going to have Josiah back uh, doing body art. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Josiah did flowers, yep. <laughs> Dude, I actually like his art art on canvas. The oh, stuff yeah. is trippy with the skulls and the colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's been, he's been moving a lot of artwork lately, too. So it's been dope. So I'm curious about this. Do you know what's going to be in the swag pack for the contest winner? And what are you looking for? Do we have judges? What's an 80s outfit? I mean, I was born in the 80s. Am I right? I guess I we're all going to vote. But, <laughs> like, yeah, I guess the thing is just going to be, like, shirts and hats and, like, stickers. Yeah. Snapbacks. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, like, seen everything, so we'll find out. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Yep. But what, as far as, like, what, I mean... What what's ninety? What's a nineties fit to you though? I mean, you know, stuff like Carl Kanai, cross colors. Man, okay. <laughs> uh, starter jackets. Know what I mean? Uh, God damn, yeah, old school. Dude, uh, Cavaricis. You know, uh, Doc Martens. I mean, you can you can go mad styles with this. You know, you ain't even got to be just a hip hop thing. So you know, you could dress like an old school house head. 
Oh, like you know? cyber raver yeah, type shit. Go. Okay. Yeah, man. There's many ways to dress '90s. See, I don't think you I don't know? know if we've made that clear. I feel like everybody's gonna go like hip hop '90s. I mean, like, you know, it's whatever. You know, I mean, it's just, and... uh, just hopefully a lot of people participate. Yeah, that's always hard. Like man. I, I came up on a fly shirt at uh, Ross. Ross has a lot of that old 90s stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, dude, I think I got, like, Averettes or something like that. So I was like, okay. That's yeah, that legit. <laughs> so uh, since we talked about booking and the lineup and all this, like, uh, DJ Warlock 1 and Bexy Gifted? Yeah. Are they related? They're, I don't know if they're married, but they're a couple. Okay, they're a couple. They're a couple. Yeah, so they're, they're not they, brother and sister. No, no, no. Okay, no. they're a couple. They have, they, yeah. So they're yeah they're a couple and, and they're uh, gonna be doing a back to back to back beat set they production shit like yeah, live, live music beats. stuff. So it's gonna be dope, man. That's actually what I'm looking forward to because I yeah. feel like I I see her on that fucking pad everywhere and I'm just, yeah. I'm just I'm just down to see. I what bet she does Warlock like. won when I judged that battle at a. Uh, the Carbon Lounge. Right at Carbon at the, uh, the Sunday the, the network. network the, the network. network. Shout out to the homies at the network over there. The conclusion, the holding conclusion. it down every yep. Sunday. Choice of Reef, Spliff Hemingway. Spliff Hemingway. All y'all Hemingway. out there. Word up. But so yeah, man. How do you go about picking artists? Like, talent uh, well, artist worth. How do, you, how, how do artists know well, if they, what they all, can ask for? I mean, for? I guess, the, yeah, the first thing is knowing what kind of budget you have to work with. Okay. So, for, yeah, you got to know what you have to spend and who you can afford, like, but you don't always know their rates, so it could be tricky, but you try to, you know, you ask around, or else you just kind of estimate, but I don't know, like, when it comes to making a lineup, I want it to be, like, well-rounded, not a lot of the same sounds or a lot of the same looks, and that's something me and Face agreed on right away. Like, it's not going to be all trap. No, it's yeah. not gonna be all yeah, yeah. boom exactly. bap. It's not gonna be all. It's not gonna sound like one long song, you know. <laughs> right. So, and then we try not to like oversaturate it too, you know. We want to have just like we want to have enough ads to where we have enough time in between for like the DJ to play some joints for people to dance to and people well. to get drinks and chill right. and yeah. look at the art and do all that. Right, because so we're not trying to have like an event where where. You're just nodding your head all night, you know? Yeah, so. it's just like back to back to back to back fucking artists after artists after artists. Yep. And then you have this big long lineup. and it's Definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, what about artists who are like trying to get booked by you? What are things that you look for in booking like a new artist? Because obviously you have a long roster, you know, a bunch of heads, you know, a bunch of established cats. You got connections that go back. But like yeah. for the upcomers, like what are you looking for in new talent? Like what, I mean, what's something that, that, that might be like, oh, I'll, I'll take a shot on this cat? Yeah, know? I mean, obviously the first thing would be just to hear the music and see if I so like So you got to have music recorded first of oh, all. Oh yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's hard for me to take me take you seriously if I ask you where can I find your music online and you tell me it's not online. That's just like, a big dude, no-no right like, there. Dude, it's like, yeah, you're not taking it seriously. And like from there, uh if they have any like live performance like Oh, and by the way, I don't book just if I like it. You know, cuz we you can't book just because whether or not you like it. So I might not it's like it's gonna it. sound the same, right? At some point, because you have but a taste. I might not like it, but if I know it's something that a lot of other people might like, then it would still be worth booking. You know, so you gotta because leave your bias aside. Right? Yeah. Be a little yeah, bit you more can't open-minded. book it just off the sake of your taste. Right. You know, I mean, most of the time, most of the stuff I book, I do like, but. You, you got to be open-minded about it. Can you remember specifically something where you booked or you're like, I don't really feel this, but this is people like this and it popped and you were like, all right. Uh, <laughs> or you, wanna, you don't want to get no. in trouble? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's just all the ones I'm thinking of that I did do that, it didn't pop. <laughs> you know? so you got a good you got a good compass of right. what's gonna yeah. you have a good taste you know so I guess that's why yeah dude yeah I don't know uh, I can't think of anything specific at the moment I don't want too much dead air trying to figure that nah, out that's it's cool yeah <laughs> I mean we're coming to uh, our 15 minute mark right now so I, I mean I just I feel like we met well, we actually first got introduced through a mutual friend, Michelle, right? Dancer. Dancer. Shout out, Dance. Yeah, big up. And when she approached me about you, she's like, yo, I need you to meet this dude. 
he's everywhere. He's busy. He's like the guy, and like he he knows everybody. <laughs> he's doing everything. I wish. And but, <laughs> that's what you say. But then we had Nick in here, your boy from Vishnu's Trumpet, last week, and he said the same thing. Jelani, <laughs> the guy who knows everything. So, but it's like, dude. I mean, obviously, you have a reputation. You've been putting in work for 17, nine years, somewhere in there, right? Let's, yeah, let's just call it 12. Say. Let's just call it 12. I mean, what's, what's the secret? Or like if they're, you know, like if someone wanted to be the next Jelani, what would you tell them? What, like what, what are your rules to live by, you know? Like do you have any kind of like code that you? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, because I'm, I'm not there, man. <laughs> you know, like I'm still trying to get there to what where the percep the perception is, so I'm not done. That's cool. But like I said, it's all about working and doing what you love. That's always what it comes down to. So if you can get paid doing what you're passionate about, then that's the way to go. You and, know, and I, I mean, feel like that's com that's a common like everybody says that, but no one wants to believe that, right? Like, I mean. You only, uh, yeah, it's hard to believe it until you're doing it. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, like, you know, it's got to be about the love, man, but it's still got to make sense, too. Yeah. And there's going to be times when you don't love it and you got to still be down to do it. Sure. Cause of you're, course. Yeah. And so, I mean, with you, if you have, I mean, so where do you want to be? Like, what's your, what's the vision? You know, like if, if, if we could wave a wand and say tomorrow it's going to be like this, what would that look like? Do you have a, do you have a goal of what? Yeah, I mean, I I want Higher Ground Promo to just be, like, eventually a nationwide, if not worldwide, company where businesses and event promoters and promotion companies uh, of all the sort would come to us, you know? So that's what we're working towards, and... I'd love to have that something have have that as something I can pass on to my son uh to run. So Damn. you know, I mean we I just officially started the company. This is another year by the way. But <laughs> about five years ago. So So that's when you were like, Okay, on paper right. you're like yeah, this yeah. is this Cause is real. Cause I was doing this for a long time. I was like, dude, I could make a business of this. And right. another thing I've always like kind of wanted to do that I don't think I've ever shared with anybody is I wanted to like kind of like teach classes on how to do this like street promo stuff oh okay yeah man so like different aspects of it kind of like like what they do for acting in comedy school type deal or no. more like a class like take notes here's on. a okay like like we're going to go out in the I field work. today yeah, and exactly I'm going to show you how that's to talk to people that's the best way to learn best way to learn is all hands on man I mean, learning some from a book or reading on a board, you only get so much out of it. But, like, the easiest way is, like, seeing it be done right in front of you and then you demonstrating that to that person that just shows you that. You know, because, uh, honestly, it's the kind of stuff that, like, once you got it, you got it. Right. And, I mean, you did say you can know after a couple of times with being someone out, right? So what are some qualities that you think make a good promoter? Oh, uh, well, the biggest thing would be to be outgoing and uh, not shy. And the thing is, I'm not outgoing and I'm shy. <laughs> but so you're I'm, not following your own rules. But when I'm working, that's different. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, you come out. Like you're, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 because it's work. So if you could do that for work, cool. If you're like that as a person in general, like, dude, it's gold. You know, because you're going to catch on right away. Yeah, because you're not going to have any of those yeah. hang-ups. It's going to yeah. be, yeah. And then have be thick-skinned. Because uh, people are going to tell you, you know, and uh, yeah, you got to have thick skin, you can't take it personally, which I mentioned earlier. And then also uh, be adaptable because there's a lot of different levels to this. So, I mean, that's the main thing. That's cool. I mean, so if any anybody listening has those qualities and you think you can be a promoter, hit yeah. up Higher Ground. <laughs> yeah, at Higher Ground Promo or my personal at SmoothJ14. And you're always looking to... Expand the team, take on. Uh, well, I mean, we're look looking like? to expand when. When there's business. When, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, Depending on the flow of the work. Right. So. But I mean, you're you're. But you're yeah. always down to give it opportunities oh, if there's if they're there to. Definitely, take especially if I see somebody that I think could do well, uh, doing such. So yeah, man, it's uh, it's been a wild ride, man. 
I mean, a lot of these shows and festivals are like a big blur. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I wonder why. Up all the, I miss up all the years, but yeah, it's 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 a passion. You know, it's a love. No, I mean it's it's. I mean, I know I've told you this off air, and I just, I mean, I've mentioned it here too. Like, I really appreciate that. You know, like y'all let me work with you and like yeah no I, and you, I, you've, yeah, you've taught me a lot and being around seeing how you work and yeah, seeing how you, you move I mean, it, goes, like, it goes both ways it's been man. beneficial to me because so. like hey between all of us man we're probably the most seen people in la dog <laughs> other than maybe verbs <laughs> yeah. yeah but he's on a bike all the right. time. <laughs> yeah you know like dude so like we're out like like i always say man a big part of the business is just being seen dude yeah. You know, because, like, work is just, I mean, everywhere you go, it's a network opportunity. No, I mean, seriously, that's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can honestly say if I never started going to shows that I wasn't booked at to go talk to people I didn't know, I wouldn't be doing any of this stuff. So. Yeah, <laughs> and that's something a lot of artists, like, have a hard time figuring out, you know, because a lot of times they just, uh, they don't want to come to the show, but they want to get booked on it. Right. But. But they, no one knows who they are. They've never met anybody. Right. Yeah. yeah, and you got you know you got to show face. That's all there is to it, man. Yeah, no, and I, I definitely was. Uh, I was guilty of that in the early days, just sending out emails, EPKs, like yeah. never. Yeah, you're you're that weird guy behind the computer nobody ever sees. Exactly. They don't. <laughs> so. they don't yeah, they don't know what you sound like. They don't know what you look like. Even if they go hear their music, they're not sure if that's really you or that's just the guy in the studio. Exactly. Who, yeah. Well, um, I appreciate you making the time to come out here. Again, if you want to give your social or the website, not your social security number, I mean social media <laughs> and the websites and all that so people could follow you. Okay, yeah. I mean, like, the easiest way now is the IG. So I don't know how much this, but we got the ill spot at D-A-I-L-L-S-P-O-T. That's the hip-hop brand. Then we got at hip-hop's night, hip-hop's night for this show. And then at Higher Ground Promo for the promo company. And if there's any businesses, and small businesses, entrepreneurs, that are looking for a way to get your product out there, get your name up, this dude is super busy. He's out every night of the week, fucking yeah, hustling I mean, and grinding. It's me, it's me and a lot, of, a lot of help. I couldn't do it by myself, man. So, and yeah, we, we'd love to work with you. <laughs> get at me. <laughs> for sure. All right, man. Appreciate it. Yes, thank you sir. for thank, thank you. you for everything, man. We're thank just gonna you. do this little outro, and then uh, we'll be on our way. Right on. So, I have some a big week coming up. It's a huge week. So today we'll be at oh I'll be at Milk Crate Mondays. I don't know if Jelani's gonna make his way out there, but yeah, uh, not sure yet. The uh, Ross Soul from the Rich Minds Collective is gonna be dropping a beat set at Milk Crate Mondays at the Melody Lounge in Chinatown and those those folks are from Sela so I'm gonna go out and support also you know homegirl Sophia asked us to come out if we can so I figure it's a two for one special if I could just show up support the crew support the homegirl be seen do the work and it's always uh, it's always a win and then Wednesday we will be here at the Golden Road Brewery uh, in Glendale hip-hops live art vendors djs mcs b-boys uh chance to win everybody's gonna be in their 90s gear hopefully so it should look like it's gonna be Let's something like a blast it. of the past visually appealing the venue's dope the beers are dope the food's dope we've been having all our homies come out for the past seven months to support so there's always crowds out there there's you know oh, i forgot to mention the event right or you can drop it. Oh, the RSVP. We've got, we've got, we opened up some more free ones. Okay, so it's five dollars at the door, but if you RSVP on the Eventbrite, which is in the bio of yeah. Hip Hop's Night, yep. Hip Hop's Night. Eventbrite. So at Hip Hop's Night. Dot Eventbrite. Dot com. Okay, RSVP, get in for free, save your money for beer. We're all about that. And then on Thursday, I'm back at the Hound Bar doing Red Weddings. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to crack. I, I, I know that when I went back to school, Thursday nights were the time for me to while out. School's back in session. People are already tired of it. They're going to come out and drink on Thursday. I know it. And then um, on Friday, I'll be in Linwood, last Fridays. 
Collective Avenue Coffee. And then I just found out right before the show that I will be DJing at Carlitos's third annual reggaeton party. What? Reggaeton Movimiento. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to be doing a hip-hop okay. set on the downstairs. Uh, if you've never been, if you don't know Carlos, first of all, he's, uh, he's a Twitter personality in our circle. And he, he throws a reggaeton party once a year. And basically, it's like being on Twitter in real life. People what? wear their at mentions on their shirts. The Carlos he, Carlitos, well, yeah, yeah, the homie, yes. Really? <laughs> yeah, so he does one event a year. That's great. And it's always wild. And it's basically like being on Twitter in real life. Memes, at mentions. That's this weekend? Yeah, on Sound the First. Oh, shit. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's always dope. And because he only does it once a year, it always pops. People, I think we're having someone come from Vegas to DJ and like local DJs are going to be there. It's actually going to be in Alhambra. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, at Los Amigos where Rev did her show. Oh, word. Yeah. So we'll be up on the patio rooftop. From 4 to 12, uh, and it's going to be reggaeton, Latin vibes, and I'll be holding it down for a couple hours, hip-hop on the bottom floor. Um, I always support my homie. He comes out to most of my gigs when no one else can, so I always like to show up, and uh, he, he offered me a set, so we're going to do it. Nice. So Milk Crate tonight, hip-hops, Wednesday, RSVP, get in for free. I'm going to open up rap set of my new shit. Jelani's going to be in the house. Meet the man, the myth, the legend in person. <laughs> Come show some face. Get, get some work. Do it. Make it happen. And then Thursday, my residency. Last Fridays and Saturday, we're closing it out with some Latin vibes. Reggaeton, movimiento, via get Carlitos it. way. Huh. Thank you again, Jelani. I appreciate you. Thank you, there After you Party West, for having us. Thank you. Freaking cameras live. We live. Satori Mob up in here. What do I got? Haritos. <laughs> <laughs> Supporting that Latin culture, the Haritos oh, product yeah, placement. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll be here every Monday from 8 to 9 on the west side of the after party. Love y'all. All right, all right. Since you still.